Care for Changing Lives, learning about Hospice Quinty on 91X. I'm Lee McConnell with Hospice Quinty. When someone dies, something needs to happen to all their belongings. It can feel like a major invasion of privacy to go through everything they own, and that, paired with the constant reminders that they are no longer with us, can make the task a particularly difficult one. On this episode of Changing Lives, we're going to go over some of the different aspects of cleaning and decluttering after the death of a loved one, and how to make things as easy on you as possible. The first thing to realize is that after your loved one has been diagnosed with a terminal illness, there are two times to start going through their belongings, before and after they've died. One of the main benefits of going through items with your loved one before they die is you can work together to make decisions on what to do with certain items and relive the memories that come along with them. On your own, you don't have the person there with you to know why they were keeping that item in the first place. What looks like a torn old blanket to you may have been one that they had during an important time in their childhood. An old piece of jewelry that looks worthless to you may have been handed down to them by a friend or relative. An old photo with images of people you don't know may actually turn out to be depicting an important piece of local history. There are countless reasons why people hold on to items, and while you shouldn't keep everything just because it has a memory attached to it, having the person there in the moment provides much more information about an object to make a better informed decision on its fate. Also, having a chance to share these memories can then impart the importance of them onto you, and ensure that piece of your loved one lives on in some way. If your loved one is in a good enough place to accept that they need to go through their things before they die, it can make the process much easier and less painful than doing it after the fact. It can also be a way to collectively grieve prior to their death and make the process of saying goodbye a bit less painful. If you are faced with the task of having to clean out after they've died, it can often feel like it is disrespectful to throw any of their belongings away. This can oftentimes lead to the task being left to the last minute or put off as long as possible. While it might feel invasive to go through their things, think about what is happening when you do put it off. Their cherished items are left tucked away for no one to see or remember. Wouldn't it be much more honorable to bring those items out to share with the world? There could be a treasure trove of things that remind you of your loved one, or a memory that either you or someone else shared with them. For example, if your parent has recently died and among their things was an old toy that your child and parent used to enjoy, would it be better for that toy to sit in a box in the attic or to be passed on to your child for them to cherish? It may be painful to go through their belongings, but think about all the love these items could contain. On the other hand, if you had a complicated relationship with the person who died, it could be somewhat therapeutic for you to go through their things and find closure by getting rid of some items. The main takeaway is that leaving the cleanup task for later only delays any potential grieving that may occur. On a related note, there is the concept of Swedish death cleaning. It was created by author Margareta Magnusson, who coined the term in her 2017 book, The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning, How to Free Yourself and Your Family from a Lifetime of Clutter. The main premise behind Swedish death cleaning is to go through your belongings as though you are going to die. It helps to consider the real value of an item and whether or not you should hold on to it if you won't be around for much longer to use it. While the method is certainly very good for someone who is elderly or has a terminal illness, it can be used by anyone to help tackle some of the clutter you have in your home. One of the aspects is to consider that if you died tomorrow, your loved ones would have all of your things to go through without you to guide them through it. 
By using this cleaning method, you can look at your belongings and decide which are truly the most essential, making the job of cleaning up after your death as easy as possible. Swedish death cleaning is not only a good way to clean your house, but a great exercise in considering your mortality and the far-reaching impacts death can have. At Hospice Quinty, our in-home hospice residence volunteers are there for you to help with a multitude of tasks, ranging from doing household chores to relieving the burden of a caregiver to simply being a comforting and safe person to talk to. Our volunteers could help you to get organized and prepared to go through your things and ensure your affairs are in order before you die. It's just one of the benefits of using in-home hospice care. Going through a dead or dying loved one's possessions is not an easy task, but rather than being a burden, it can be an opportunity to be closer to them by appreciating the things they once did. Hospice Quinty provides individuals, their families, and caregivers with compassionate end-of-life care by attending to their physical, psychosocial, and practical needs, and offering empathetic care to those who are grieving through visiting hospice services and support groups. All Hospice Quinty programs and services are provided by compassionate, well-trained volunteers and staff at no charge to the individual or their family. We serve a population of over 110,000 in Quinney West, Belleville, Deserano, Tyndanaga Township, and the Tyndanaga Mohawk Territory. Learn more by visiting hospicequinty.ca and listen for new information each week at this time on Alternative Radio 91X.